up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, DJ Stewart. We got a great show for you guys today. A lot of talk regarding some DC stuff, so I'm really excited to talk about it. Because last week, I felt like it was uh, mostly Marvel stuff. So if you're a fan of DC, you're going to love this podcast. We'll be talking about the Batman. We had some leaked promo art uh, designs that came out. Uh, we're recording this podcast on a Wednesday. And surprisingly to me, some of the designs sparked some controversy, so we'll uh, d- discuss that. We also, man, you want to think, outside of the fact that I'm excited we're talking about DC, I'm also excited we get to talk about a lot of animation, because DC is coming out with a lot of new projects, and I'll be honest, I gotta give them a lot of credit, because we've been talking about it for a while now on this podcast, that it seemed like DC's animation seemed to be really slacking, but it seems like they've really got some cool stuff in store involving Batman, involving Superman, and even involving an, an adaptation that, I'll be honest, I really didn't think we'd be seeing this soon. So, well, we'll tell you about what that is. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll also be talking about an interesting new project that are reportedly and rumored to be developing at Marvel involving Doctor Strange and some other characters that we have not seen yet on the big screen. So it should be a great podcast. Uh, joining me are my co-hosts, starting with uh, Kendall Stewart and Kendall I got to admit, like, one of the things that came around this week that I thought was interesting was this report from the Illuminati that, speaking of Doctor Strange, Shuma Gorath is reportedly lined up to be the villain for uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And it's kind of stunning. I said it it, uh, right before we recorded that. It's kind of crazy that we're going to potentially have uh, Starro as a villain in... Suicide Squad, and then Shuma Gorath, a similar character in some degree, then being the, uh, the the villain in a major Marvel movie. It's funny how that may work out, but what do you think about that idea? Yeah, I mean, it's in, uh, in the article, they talk about how it seems like his story is going to be with America Chavez, um, and that he's going to be trying to get her uh, through some because she has you know, multiverse powers, and he's trying to access those on some level. Um, and, and I mentioned it when we, when we, when we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, I asked, I asked DJ, I was like, we really don't know much about America. Chavez is involved. We haven't said much. We don't know what role she's going to be in. That's true. We, she hasn't, uh, <laughs> she's got one character. We, we, they just dropped in, 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 uh, investor day that she's going to be a part of it. Uh, they already had an actress, uh, lined up to play her, but we knew nothing about her involvement. So now we have a better idea about what her role is going to be. And in terms of the Shuma Gorath thing, I just think it's interesting. It goes back to what I mentioned, I think, last week, where we talked about, or it might have been a couple weeks ago, when I, when I talked about how Marvel likes to promote some of their characters that they plan on using at some point well before uh, they show up in the movies. And I remember my introduction to Shuma Gorath was in. I believe it was might have been Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three or mm. or Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, one of those one of those Marvel games, one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Uh, he was one of the Marvel characters, and I was like, I don't know who's who's this monster thing. Like, what? I felt like a waste of a roster spot to put Shuma Gorath on there. <laughs> like Shuma Gorath and no, uh, you know, I don't know, no, no, like uh, Iceman. <laughs> I don't know, but right. um, but yeah. You know, now now when you see Shuma Gorath, there's gonna be a ton of people that recognize him based off him being in Marvel vs. Capcom. So, um, should be exciting. Not, Shumari, I, yeah, not pissed though, but still should be exciting. 
<laughs> and uh, Shamari joins us back on the podcast after a brief, uh, only a cameo last week, back for the full podcast. And Sham, it kind of, what Kendall just said, kind of goes into that line of thinking that, you know, Marvel and DC, they like to introduce these characters in other mediums before you end up seeing them on the big screen. And for Shuma Gorath, who, as Kendall mentioned, was indeed in uh, Ultimate Marvel versus uh, Capcom 3. Not necessarily, it's like, I mean, that, that game, to be fair, does, does get out to a lot of people. Um, it's not like front and center, per se, maybe in terms of exposure, but uh, I don't think that that's an accident. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Out of time Good to have you back. Made your your uh, guest appearance. Yeah, I made a guest <laughs> appearance last <laughs> last week, but... Um, we got, but your, yeah, con- we got mean, your contract squared away. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, this was not this was not a this was not a Maul and Rory issue involved <laughs> in the Joe Budden podcast. There was none of that happening here. Shamari is good. That's yeah, right. no. Nah, any of you guys know about Joe Budden or any any of that stuff, you'll know it's a lot a lot of uh, know, a lot a lot of issues uh, going on going on in the podcast. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I mean this it's interesting this whole Schumer Gorath uh, potentially. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's like, kind of like you mentioned. I mean, we're getting Star Roll, which I still don't particularly know how I feel about that. Yeah. I have to see how it's executed. And that's going to be a team movie. Uh, yeah, that's a team movie. Doctor Strange 2 seems like it's going to be pretty crowded, but I don't necessarily know if it's a team. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I have to see how it's executed. Whenever you, you have monstrous, you know, villains like that, I'm always, I'm very weary. I have to see how it's done. So, I mean, we'll see. How how many? Like, what, what's like the what's like the last monster villain that we've seen like that in a superhero movie, or like one that we can recall? BVS. Uh, yeah, BVS. I mean, Ego was kind of like that. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. Ego a little bit. Um, yeah. We know how that that works. Uh, uh, what's her name? from Suicide Squad, Enchantress was kind of like that at the end. <laughs> um, I don't know what to make of Enchantress, but yeah. Yeah, it got kind of weird. That's what I'm saying. When you get those those kind of villains like that, I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you just kind of... Yeah, we didn't, we didn't exactly name Thriller just now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like, oh, I gotta wait. I gotta see. Do we think that this uh, is why Scott Derrickson left the, mar- left the project? Because we were hearing early on it was, it was going to be Nightmare. Nightmare was the villain, and Maybe. That's true. some shift, and now all of a sudden, Shumagorath is not going to be the villain. And we didn't, we it didn't seem like all right. We didn't know where it's going to be the shift. Is the shift to Wandavision? I mean, he was still attached when Wandavision was announced, so it wasn't like he wasn't on board with the Wandavision stuff. I mean, we were hearing that he wanted to be more of a horror thing, and Feige wasn't with that, right? So, I mean, I think that's still the assumption at this point. And it's weird because yeah. I feel like Shuma Gorath, in some ways, he can line up into the horror theme. But, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily horror. call him a horror character. Right. It, it, it depends on what kind of horror he wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did he just I mean, want I mean, to... There is a thing. There is a monster flicks thing. Like, that is a thing when it comes to horror theme. Oh, but, yeah. But I don't... Also, I guess I didn't... That, that in theory, like, may not have been what Derrickson was looking for when it came to what angle of horror he was going for. You know, right. Feige. It's funny when they when they separate they you know parted ways. Feige 
remember early on was very kind of hesitant to, to kind of lean into the horror aspect of this movie. You know, even before they kind of uh, parted, he was kind of like, oh, yeah, no, there are horror elements. And remember, we talked about it on the podcast. We were like, what's going on? Yeah. Is it a horror movie or is it not? And then it was very weird when after Derrickson was gone, he actually leaned into it more. So I don't, I don't know what's really going on there with this movie. This movie in itself, this and obviously Spider-Man uh, No Way Home are, I mean, just two big mysteries. I don't know what is going to be going on with either film. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens. We didn't see a single set photo. And uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was so secretive about it that he was on a Zoom conference uh, for some some other project or some other event, and he wouldn't show his face because he was That's crazy. So. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's massive secrecy around this Doctor Strange movie. Whenever we get the first footage or the first trailer, that's going to be might could wind up being bonkers. Oh no, I can't wait, man. I, I can't wait. I'm hoping. Um, I was thinking the other day, man. It's time for us. It's definitely time for us to get a Spider-Man trailer. I also <laughs> feel like, man, we getting close to that time where we need to get something from Doctor Strange. Anything, uh, you know, because we've gotten past the, the Shang Chi. Um, I think it's been far too long before we've gotten Eternal. We should have seen this Eternal trailer by now. We're at that point now. I think those next movies coming up. It's about time we start seeing something. I hope we get to see it soon. Let's, she uh, of, yeah. yeah, I was, I was going to say, she's one of the actors that played uh, Billy and Tommy uh, from WandaVision. He, like, it was, like, a couple weeks ago. He, like, slipped up on Twitter and was, like, you know, someone asked him, like, oh, are you excited to play Billy and Tommy again in Doctor Strange? You're, like, yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he's, like, I mean, yeah. He tweeted again, like, yeah, I was so excited to play him in WandaVision or something like that. And people were, like, what? So, Jesus. You know, I, well, that's why. That's why you know. I mean, how old is that kid? Like ten? Uh, like he shouldn't have to look <laughs> right. Twitter. That's why. That's why he shouldn't have Twitter. <laughs> um, like I, I'm sure there's, there, you know. I don't know. I almost feel like there's a chance that maybe that was part of building expectation. I feel like that could have been Marvel. Yeah, I feel like Marvel and DC. Um, I think they they definitely intentionally allow people to leak things they're not supposed to. Oh. It's quote unquote not supposed to. I think that some of that is building anticipation so that they can come out uh, and do a formal they could do a formal denial and then when it actually happens it's kind of a surprise it's a rinse it's a rinse and repeat situation like that definitely happens i mean i mean uh the kid i mean can can a kid that young even sign an nda i mean is that even is that even (laughs) even remember the remember the the girl the the miss marvel girl that tried to play miss marvel and she violated her nda yeah i mean how old is she what what was she like 14 yeah yeah. like 10 First of all, yeah, it's like Marvel. Are you like, get an eight-year-old? Disney's not gonna, they're not going to sue. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I'd be like, right. You know, that's just the situation. We, you, I, like, like, I told you more, I was like, hopefully they don't recast. You know, they're not going to, but just like, it, it's also Marvel. I mean, a kid that young, is, <laughs> I don't think Marvel is that corporate. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we say that, but they got rid of Homeboy, who was the Spanish announcer. Yeah, Silver, <laughs> you're gone. The guy at the Spanish announce table doing the, the Quicksilver, the Quicksilver dub. They, they, they made that man disappear faster than the Thanos snap, man. They got him out of here. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Thurman. Oh, Emma Furman. Remember, she that joint got leaked that she was going to be in. That she oh, was yeah. gonna be in Endgame, and they were like, no they, way she's playing. Yeah, they, they, they just, playing ever again. Yep. Got, got her out of here, so. You know, they, if you say that about Marvel, man, they more cutthroat than we think. 
Um, I just yeah. just that you put that out Man, there. I, I just don't know how they're treating like very young children. <laughs> those, those are like little kids. Fair enough. Like, I know. Like, little kids. Fair enough. I'm like, Man. I mean, when I see them do that, then I'll be like, yeah, Marvel's is a cold-hearted, cold-blooded company. <laughs> Where they're just gonna can some little kid who doesn't know just has a Twitter said something messed up once. And he's like, nah, you're gone. Good luck. Man. Good luck getting another gig. Like, right. nah, I, don't, I don't think they're that. Bad. All I gotta say is, man, Kevin Feige, let the kids play. <laughs> let the yeah. kids play. Uh, but let's talk about. Let's move over to DC back and let's talk about the Batman. So there was some leaked promo art that came out uh, this today. Again, we're recording this podcast on a Wednesday, and I'll be honest, I was surprised that this ended up catching as much uh, attention on social media as it did. But uh, the the main aspect of it, and there there are plenty of promo shots of Batman, the Batmobile. Um, there's even a Selena Kyle one on a motorcycle. But the the one that seemed to really people be seem to be zeroing in on is uh, Paul Dano's look as the Riddler. And surprising to me because it kind of reminds me of the conversation we had. What was it? Was it last week when when when, um, when I learned that a lot of people didn't realize that the Fantastic Four were in the MCU. Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it was two weeks ago. And people were going crazy over some what was old news though. That 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 scissor reel Marvel did was cool. It was still kind of like this isn't new. And I was surprised that there was some pushback and conversation regarding the Riddler's look for this movie. And obviously if you ever you've seen it, he has this very leathery, you know, strappy looking kind of mask. It's like a serial killer. He looks completely <laughs> insane. And it definitely isn't your. It definitely isn't your. Uh, your you know Jim Carrey Riddler. Let's just say that. And some people, <laughs> some people expressed that they weren't happy about it. Um, some people expressed that you know people who are defending this look should you know look at themselves and say, well, why did you guys? Why'd you give people like Zack Snyder heat for what they did with you know Lex Luthor or something like that? So it's it's you know when people have uh, mentioned that you know a lot of people say that that Lex Luthor acted a lot like the Riddler. They're like, okay, well, what do you think of this? Because this guy, in their eyes, don't doesn't look, look anything like the Riddler. So I was honestly surprised that this really garnered as much attention as it is because we saw a trailer for this movie. Again, crazy considering there are movies that come out before it that we haven't seen trailers from, but this movie we've actually seen a trailer from. I was surprised, uh, uh, Sham, by this backlash. And not even, and all of it wasn't backlash. There was a lot of conversations back. But I was surprised this was even a thing. What do you make of the response to the promo art getting leaked? And do you have any issue with the Riddler's look in this film? Um, I mean, when it comes to the promo art or the concept art, you know, what, you know, I guess however you want to call it. Um, I mean, it's interesting. It's in black and white, so it kind of gives it an old, very old kind of vibe. I mean, I feel like it'll it'll I feel like it'll feel more modern in color. Right. Though I don't know if I don't know the vibe that Reeves is going oh, for. Going for that noir. Yeah. I don't know if he's going for kind of a weird kind of like like a disturbing noir kind Casablanca. of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe go for like a disturbing noir kind of vibe. Um which is definitely definitely fits Batman's uh, kind of Batman's aura. Um uh, the art itself I think I think fits pretty well in terms of a Batman villain. Uh, in a Gotham villain. Now, whether is, is this my ideal Riddler? I was say, we're talking Riddler. Yeah, we're not all right, talking generic all right, all right, Gotham you know, villain. All right, can you try to nail me this to the wall? Gotham. Yeah, 
All right, Kendall's pushing me up to the wall. Saying, yeah, I'm saying that's your Riddler. <laughs> that's your Edward Nigma. That see, that's what the question is, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the question is, is this Edward Nigma? Jamie Foxx didn't look Nygma? terrible in Amazing Spider-Man. He looked terrible as Electro. <laughs> That's true. I th- I think he looked pretty terrible. But, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But um, <laughs> but uh, that's besides the point. Though I love Jamie Foxx, so <laughs> I'll just leave that on aside on the podcast anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like I got to see it. Honestly, I know I say that a lot, but but uh, you know, in terms of if what would I have wanted from an Edward Nigma? You know, for me, honestly, you think of like your Gotham. Gotham, man. Which I again, people give Gotham a lot of stuff, but their costume designs were on point. Yeah, costume design. Same thing with Titans, but their costume design was on point. That like he was the Riddler. He was he was a great Riddler. Yeah. And they got the costume design completely. It was just it was just picture perfect. Yeah. So, you know, not what I was expecting from the Riddler. This Riddler gives me Riddler from uh, the Hush movie vibes. When he was like, mm. he was hush. Yeah, he, he was, was hush. Yeah. Spoiler all, alert. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> it's not. It's. I mean, the movie's okay, but but it's. So it was just a decent movie, terrible ending. <laughs> yeah, bad ending. So like you know, so th- that's the vibes I'm getting from this, and that wasn't great. So I gotta see how they do it. It could be a good villain. I don't hate the design itself, but is it perfect for the Riddler? Uh, On the face of it, it doesn't look like it. Right. But I gotta see what they do. Interesting. So Kendall. You really nailed down Sham in terms of this look. I'm going to nail you down <laughs> on this. I mean, do, are you happy with this being your Riddler? Uh, Point Blake, not at all. Uh, not at right. all. This Kendall, is not a Kendall, great sign. Kendall, you're joining the hate mob? <laughs> yeah, man. Can you get on Matt Reeves already? Man, I, I'm a, man we, we, I want Snyder <laughs> and Affleck. No. Um... Make the black, make the make the Batfleck movie. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, I don't know about this, this this Riddler design. I mean, you know, we, we talked about the Penguin design when that when we saw oh, Penguin, yeah, we were cool. like, he looks kind of, he looks kind of different. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he obviously doesn't look like uh, Colin Farrell. He lo- it certainly looks kind of interesting. Uh, but this is this is uh, way out there in terms of a design for for the Riddler. Um, Really, I can't really get a feel for what this movie... First of all, I think we're going to get something from this movie soon. Um, we know that they announced another Fandome, uh, but that's not until, what, October? So, you know, I think we'll get something this summer from this movie. Um, if they've got promotional material leaking this early. Um, yeah, I mean, Shamar showed me a picture. It's just... I don't know. Why does he look... Why does he look like a serial killer? <laughs> you know, like that's never been the Riddler's look. The Riddler, he always has a kind of goofy kind of costume, and I guess they don't want to go for like the Jim Carrey, you know, green jumpsuit, you know, and glasses and goggles or whatever he had. Like, they, I understand that or mask, like, but I don't know. This is like a different level of of goofy in in this in this character. You know, I, I just feel like. The, like Shamari mentioned, the Gotham, the Gotham Riddler, there was, there was obviously there was a ton of character development in general with that character, but when you saw him as the Riddler, like Shamari said, it was money. Like that was the Riddler. And it was money, and I know you can't outdo it. Like you, you don't want to just make Gotham 2.0. If they made a great Riddler, you got to do something different. That's always the thing. But this is like, I don't, I don't know. If you'd actually, and... if you'd have showed me a picture, 
and just said, this guy is going to be a villain in the Batman movie. Like Shamari right. said, generic Gotham villain, who is he? Riddler is not my top three choice. Guesses. <laughs> I would have said, oh, yeah, Hush? Is that Hush? Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, is that uh, talent? Like, I don't know. Is that the talent? Like, I don't know. Who is, is that, it? Uh, you know, is that... Asriel? Like, I, I can't tell who that is. <laughs> There's nothing about that that screams Riddler. Zaz or something. Yeah, Victor Zaz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, there's so yeah. many other people. Black Mask? Like, who is that? And it's interesting because I feel like they I feel like they could have put, like, Riddler Riddler in this movie. Oh, yeah. I think they could have put, like, the Riddler just as the Riddler, yeah. looking like the Riddler in this movie. They, I don't it, think it wouldn't have fit. Yeah. And, you know, like, I know a lot of people are jumping to this, like, an all-time bad villain design. People are comparing him to Jamie, Jamie Foxx. We were comparing him to right. Doom that's, from, from 2015. That's, 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 yeah, that's, 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 that's Cap. We're far, yeah. That's, there's no way. There's, there's no way. It doesn't get worse than, it doesn't get worse than those designs. Barrel yeah. When it comes to villain character design. But to me, like, the difference is that, like Shamari said, he doesn't look terrible. Those guys, no, I mean, all. I made the joke about Jamie Foxx. He was, he was terrible. He wasn't wrong. Like, he was a complete um, yeah, fish out of water when it came yeah. to fitting in that movie. Mm-hmm. And the Doom thing was just the craziest looking, I don't know what he was, just a pile of trash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know in, a, in, a, in a humanoid body. In a cloak. This doesn't look terrible. It looks like it could fit in a cloak. It, this looks like it could fit in a, in, a, in a Batman movie. It's just not Riddler. So this is a little bit of a concern. It's not, it's not the end of the world, you know. But um, I just, I don't know. It's, he looks like he's gonna be the main villain. Like that's what I'm assuming. Oh yeah, he, I think he is the main villain. Yeah, I think he's got to be the main villain. The, the way he's got multiple different pieces of promotional material. EJ mentioned mm-hmm. Selena. There's only one thing of Selena Kyle. Nothing from the Penguin. I kind of mm-hmm. don't know why they're in the movie. You know, I, I don't know if I need multiple. Why well, I think why well, to me I. Yeah, I, just real quick on that, I think the reason why they're in the movie is I think that this movie is about world building, and I think that, um, and I think that's part of the reason why you know they'll be in the film like and like you know Matt Reeves has said, you know he's never used the words penguin or used the words Catwoman. He always says this is Selena Kyle, this is, uh, this is uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. So obviously we know who these people become in most iterations, but he he's very he's been very. Uh, pointed to always mention that. So I think that the reason why you're seeing these people in these films, to some degree, some people say, okay, it's fan service. I don't necessarily feel like Reeves sees it that way. I think it's him deciding, hey, we're building TV shows and, you know, a movie franchise out of this world. You know, why waste time in terms of just only introducing people in subsequent movies when we can actually build these characters up uh, through other mediums? A little bit of like what we've seen with Marvel in, in the Disney Plus shows. Are we gonna see Colin Farrell in in the Gotham? What is it called? GCPD? Yeah, I, I I totally think that Farrell or or Kyle could absolutely appear. I'm not saying they're gonna be they're not gonna be main characters, but could they appear right. in episodes? One hundred percent. I I think it's likely. I think so too. especially with because HBO has unlimited sure. money. Like they they will fork over the money. To yeah, get HBO HBO Kravitz. Yeah, they they'll fork over the money to get Kravitz and uh, you know Farrell to show up in yeah. one episode of a show. They can one hundred percent do that, especially with how these Disney Plus shows are doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. They want to compete. Yeah, exactly. You know, they got Anthony Mackie doing six episodes, so you know, like they. Yeah, they I mean, 
I mean, they, they, we got, can, we'll do an episode. I mean, we got Luke Skywalker and showing up in the, yeah. in the Mandalorian. <laughs> spoiler alert. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> but I mean, if you guys don't know about that or haven't seen it, then you don't yeah. care, probably. If, if, the moment, yeah. if, you can, yeah. if you can experience the moment for, without being spoiled <laughs> somehow, do it. Do it. But, but yeah, yeah. Lord, Lord knows I didn't. And I watched the day it came out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they got a HBO Max. I mean, seeing all this, I mean, how do they not? allow even allow for movie characters to show up on their app so i, mean, yeah, they got I, I, think, I definitely think that's something they're gonna do so i'll i will i will defend this i will defend this this uh this design and uh i'll probably sound phony to people because i've been one who have been saying hey give the people what they want the source material is good you don't have to go that bare far off from it so i'll admit i probably sound phony i'm not even gonna argue that point what i will say is I think when it comes to Batman's villains, you know the 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 the, the media that got me to be very open minded with how well there's a couple of things, but there's two things I would say that have left me very open minded to people's uh, interpretations and representations of his Rose Gallery. It was it's Batman Telltale, and it's the Dark Knight because and you could almost throw in. Batman Begins too, because I mean that no, that Scarecrow was n- not the Scarecrow that you were used to seeing. Definitely not from the design. Like, but I think to me, even in you know, I think that you know what Nolan did in his movies. I mean, again, those were not, you know, we you know we could argue about what Bane looked like, and that that has been definitely some contention. But like, like those were not like you know picture perfect ideas of what you expect to see from, uh, from from Scarecrow or Joker. Not even close, and yet. There's not one person who, who ever argues about how those guys looked in the movie. Because I think, at the end of the day, it, it, it kind of doesn't matter. Like, I think it's more about how you how those characters are represented. Like, yes, you, can, like, you can't look ridiculous like Jamie Foxx and the Doom character. Like, to me, those characters were dead on arrival because they just looked too ridiculous. I don't think this guy looks ridiculous. I, I'll admit... And agree that he doesn't necessarily look like any Riddler I'm used to seeing for the most part. But what I saw with Batman Telltale, and I know I know those games, they were glitchy to some degree. Those games told amazing stories. And they reimagined Batman villains in a way, and I mean a lot of villains, not one or two. In a way I've never seen before. In terms of in bulk in one large story. And they were all fire. There wasn't one iteration... That's all. I was like, oh, this is kind of whack. I'm not feeling this one. Like, all of them were like, wow, I never thought of them representing this character like this, but I'm kind of digging it. And you the story. And, and at the end of the day, the story was so good, you you move on. And that's kind of how I feel what what will happen with this, with, this, uh, with this movie. Is I think that people will complain about the design, but I feel like the, I feel like the material is fire. So I think it won't, it won't matter very quickly. And I think that there is some... I think there's some concern that, you know, could someone like the Riddler, like, like, you know, Kendall says he could work. And I guess he could. But is there some concern that that kind of character just doesn't doesn't look anything remotely believable in, you know, 2022 when this movie comes out? I, I, I would argue it's, it's kind of a slippery slope. I think it can, but I do think that, you know, you can veer off not that far off and you're in a place where you're like, this looks crazy. Um... 
And I think for what Matt Reeves is going for, and he's clearly going for, to me, a, a movie that's going to take itself super seriously. I I mean, I wasn't surprised when I saw the really look like this. Uh, and and I'm, not, I'm talking about just when I saw the trailer. Like, I, I like this was like, I'm like, wow, he looks crazy. But like, yeah, for what Reeves is going for, this makes sense. And again, I was surprised, again, that people didn't, Remember, that's what Riddler looked like. I'm like, did people not think that that was the Riddler with the tape when they did the trailer last time? I mean, that was, to me, it looked very clear who that was. Um, so I was a little surprised that there was even this backlash today. I do feel like sometimes there are, like, trending topics that get trending for, like, like I don't want to say for no reason, but I feel like there's, like, concerted efforts to make something an issue when it really isn't. Um, I think that, to me, personally, I feel like this is one of those instances where... Like I don't, I think that a lot of people already knew he looked like this. And I think a lot of people aren't that mad about it, but I think there were some people who used it as a way to kind of point and say, "Hey, look, you guys are okay with this, but what about this other stuff?" And I think they kind of have a point. Like, I'm not even arguing that. Like I, I, I agree. If I killed, you know, Snyder for Lex Luthor, why would I give Reeves a pass for this? It's a good point. I think the, the I think to me. All this stuff is subjective in the end, which I think is always something I always try to keep stressing when we do this stuff. But what I will say, I think the difference is, you know, the quality is, is you know, okay, you can do something new or different with the source material, but do you feel like what you're producing is is quality work? And if, you know, I feel like this this one is and maybe other iterations weren't, like, you know, again, like, I don't, I think that, you know, what they did with Spider-Man, what you mean with Electro and Amazing Spider-Man was terrible. Like, it was just... It like it, it didn't matter whether or not the look was right or you know I was okay with it like it just wasn't good so that that hurt it in the end as well. That's kind of how I feel about this. Is I think that I like what I saw from the Riddler in the trailer, so I'm willing to give the, the design a chance, even though it isn't necessarily the most familiar thing. But given the theme of the movie, this feels up the alley for what Reeves is going for. So I wasn't that surprised. Uh, am I the only one? That is also a little concerned, and this is like, I don't know what I said when we when they said Riddler was gonna be the villain, but I'm a little concerned just that we're getting another Riddler, man. Like, I'm not concerned at all. I I don't feel, I don't feel like we've gotten. I, like, I know you guys really jumped on to like the, the the Gotham Riddler being like <laughs> the guy, and he was good. I'm not. And it's not to... just Gotham. It's just like I feel like there's so many. And first of all, I think about the Batman. Remember the Riddler and the Batman yep. with like the long hair, yeah, and, long hair. Like that was a goofy looking Riddler. <laughs> yeah, the king. Like, I mean, it could be crazier looking Riddlers that we got. You know, I don't want him looking like that. <laughs> but, but dark green jumpsuit, looking like uh, you know, some one of these heavy metal. Yeah, dudes. like Jared Leto. <laughs> like, that's Jared Leto's Riddler. But um, yeah, no, I mean this to me, like, I just there's so many iterations of Riddler, and they're all kind of the same. Like, in terms of... There's not many variations of what you do with Riddler. And, like, his... Again, like, Shamari said, riddle me this. Like, I, I, that better not be in the movie. Because that just seems, like, too obvious I think of a, a Riddler I think, line. I think an easy way to get tired of, of a Riddler is by playing the Batman Arkham game. Right! You play... There's so many Batman Arkham games. There's so many Getting all, these frig, all those friggin' Riddler trophies. <laughs> you, can spend, you can spend weeks... Hearing Riddler's just, voice, just trying, I tell you what though, that, that does that does that does enlighten me to something though. That like a lot of people say that I was not looking for them Riddler trophies when I played that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest, man. I know I'm in the minority, but like I'm like, yeah, oh, riddle me this, find this. I'm like, nah, I'm good. 
I need to. I need. I need. I need to stop Bane from blowing you up. Like, I admit, I was a bad Batman. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I was a terrible Batman, man. I was letting Riddler just do whatever he wanted. I don't know how many people he killed. I just didn't even try to do his riddle. Like, I was not trying to do that. So maybe that like sensitivity to Riddler, I don't have because something like that where I just spent a lot of time playing that game. I didn't really spend it dealing with him, even though I know he's a lot of hours of that of those games, multiple games. Um. To me, like, again, I know Gotham, people talk about the run, run to the Gotham thing. I mean, I, forgive me, I cannot remember the actor who played him. But he did a good job. But I guess to me, Gotham was such, like, I don't want to be disrespectful, but, like, it's just, to me, like, it's nothing like whatever I'm thinking Bat, the, uh, the Batman is going to be on terms of level. So, I, like, he's kind okay. of, irre- he's, like, irrelevant to me. It's like, okay, yes, that happened and he was fine. But what we're going to, what, what, what they're pitching us in terms of what we're going to get is, supposed to be high class like if if gotham for lack of a better term was chipotle like this is gonna be you know you know peter luger i'm watching you know what i'm saying i'm not tripping over oh i had a steak burrito when i'm about to get a filet mignon from peter luger that's how i feel when it comes to the riddler and whether where where the where it got them really comes into play in terms of my fatigue for the character that better be a good and then look and i say that to say i like chipotle like I like to place steak burritos. It's not like I, I, it doesn't. It's not meant to be a diss, but it's like, di- like there's a time and place for that. And I'm not thinking about that when I'm at a at a premier steakhouse. And that's kind of how I feel about this. And look, to be fair, that it could be whack. Like like the the New York Times article said that Peter Luger's was a zero out of five stars. <laughs> like I mean, it, it, it could be bad. But I, then again, I'm not gonna think. Oh well, th- of course it's gonna be bad because I had a steak burrito yesterday. Like that's not in my mindset at all. If y'all get me. But the, also the other part of it is we've had steak a lot this week. You know, we've had a lot of steak. You know, eating this might be the best steak. Mm. We have a chance to be the best steak, but is there? Can we, can we mix up the diet a little bit? <laughs> There's so many other options of Batman villains they could have done. We say that, but I, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't think that there are a lot of other options. Like to me, is it any character who's had their rose cap gallery exhausted? The most, Wait, it's so many. It's I him mean, and it's look, him and Spider-Man. The wider conversation was there's so many Batman stories, and we're right. gonna talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, in, in like a minute. Yeah. Right, but yeah, I mean, look, that's I the mean, thing. So, so we say like there's a lot of options. Like, I'm like, what options? All of them have been any option that you could think of that any option yeah, you could think of that has that is credible to be in a movie has been done. At least now, anything anybody anything that's been done that's been introduced since before right. two thousand has been done. Now the that I would mention is that while yes, a lot of his villains have been overextended because Batman is overextended in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the other characters could have a little bit more nuance than the Riddler. I could be wrong about that. We'll see how with this Riddler. I don't, is. See, I don't think so. I could wind up being like, if he's great and yeah, it's like man. Way different and way better than any thriller I've ever seen, and I was, you know, I was completely wrong. But I just I feel like Riddler has always been pretty one note as a villain. Not to say he can't be good, but just I've seen. I mean, to me, to me with Riddler, you know? yeah, to me with Riddler, it's less about. I mean, his actions and his and what he the chaos he creates is noteworthy. But to me, him as an entity is all, in my opinion. Only my opinion. Again, other people may feel differently. But when I've read him or watched him, to me, his representation has always been presented to me as more of a challenge for Batman. Like, it's been less about him 
and more about what the the situation he's created and how Batman is going to figure this thing out in this right. spot. Or me not even knowing he's created the situation until the end, which happens a lot in like Riddler comic books or Riddler entities where stories where he's involved and then you're like Batman was doing this, he's been on this rabbit chase and at the end he's like, Oh, it was a Riddler the whole time and like, oh wow, that's crazy. Like that to me is like but in either either in either situation I just presented, it's always it's the challenge Batman's overcoming. So, Andrew, look, if you're gonna make Batman get into his detective bag, which we have, which seen, is what they want to do, Riddler is, it, it, it's the, he's the obvious, he's the number, he's the number one choice. So that's why they, they yeah. want Riddler. But all right, better be good. You gotta see how it goes. Better be a good movie, yeah, man. Yeah. We gotta see how I it goes. Some, I have some anxiety about this movie. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm chilling. I think I think we'll be fine. But you we, know, I think we just, Warner Brothers has gotta have some huge. Oh my God! They're 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 they're. Yeah, we talked about it. This movie is is average. <laughs> it's gonna average yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be really yeah. bad for them. Yeah, it, they 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 cannot do an average movie here. Snyder's waiting to come out of left field and be like, ah, I didn't like it. It's not just Snyder people; it's <laughs> all the Marvel people. Yeah, the Marvel people are gonna oh, be. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone. The the known people. Yeah, like yeah, not Nolan, bring Nolan yeah, cause, back. Yeah, because Nolan has a as a loyal fan base as well. Yeah, this is this is gonna be this is a huge, huge project. Um, I'm hoping that Matt Reeves and the crew and everybody involved is uh, up to the task because there's a lot riding on this, no question. But as Kendall says, he has anxiety for um a bat the Batman movie. There is more Batman medium coming media coming to uh, our screens because Warner Brothers announced a Warner Media announced. That uh, a new Batman anime series titled Batman Cape Crusader is going to be coming to HBO Max. So this apparently will be not a sequel to Batman the Animated Series, though it will be executive produced by Bruce Timm, who will be working alongside J.J. Abrams to bring this uh, project together. So And Matt Reeves as well will also be working on this project. So you don't want to talk about some heavy hitters when it comes to just movies and television period and especially batman you got bruce tim and matt reeves on this definitely says a lot uh there are some uh statements that were released by uh, warner media this one from executive tim asham saying it is always fun to feed the insatiable appetite fans have for all things batman batman cake crusader will entertain first time and diehard fans alike and with such an impressive creative team in place we know we have another future batman classic in the making um, executive Sam, Sam Register said the Batman animated series was a masterpiece that shaped the perception of the character for an entire generation of fans. It is in that spirit that we are bringing together three master storytellers in JJ, Matt, and Bruce, each with their own intuitive understanding and affection for the character to create a new series that will continue in the same groundbreaking legacy. Tim uh, Bruce Tim also released a statement saying we are beyond excited to be working together to bring this character back to engrossing new stories in Gotham City. The series will be thrilling, cinematic, evocative of Batman noir roots while uh, uh, yeah, uh, while diving deeper into the psychology of these iconic characters. We cannot wait to share this uh, to the, share this new world. They released a little bit of uh, art as well, and it's a Batman with... Uh, I tell you what, you know, it's funny. He actually kind of has a similar pose to the Batman animated series logo where he's kind of holding the cape across his chest but um obviously the artist a little bit different 
And he's got some uh, pretty interesting bat wings, a lot uh, longer and wider, maybe suggesting this a younger Batman, because that's usually uh, a costume and a cow we've seen associated with Batman in his earlier days. But that, that was not confirmed, so we don't know that for sure. So, Kendall, you talked about the anxiety you had for the Batman. What, how do you feel about this project, Batman, Kate Crusader, coming to HBO Max and Cartoon Network? Um, so first of all, do we think that this is the, the, this has to be the project that Kevin Smith was talking about, right? We said that he heard they were bringing back Batman the Animated Series. Gotta be. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. More than likely. Um, yeah, man. I don't know about this. You know? I'm surprised you said that. Okay. I know. Tomorrow like, what? Yeah, I'm I'm stunned you said that too. Um, it's not that this is a... (laughs) This is this is one of the things where it's like, look, Bruce Tim doing a Batman, doing anything Batman. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be upset. I don't want this. Yeah, I'm not watching it. But it to me, it just feels again goes back to the Batman. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just Batman. I don't. I'm not like yeah, dying. For, are you? Are you just tired? Yeah, am I just tired of Batman? <laughs> Has that happened to me? There's just so much. That's Batman kind of how it sounds. That's kind of how it sounds like. Like I feel like. If I really want more Batman, I can just go back on HBO Max and watch Beware the Batman again, <laughs> watch The Batman, there's five seasons of that, watch Batman, Batman Beyond, Batman, you know, Bull. new Batman, Batman Brave and the Bold, new Adventure of the Batman, the animated series, Batman the animated series. Like, there's so much out there, not to mention all the Justice League content. And now, you know, we're in another Batman series. Injustice, Young Justice. Injustice, Young Justice, Teen, oh, Teen Titans. I mean, no Batman. But, like, it's just... Teen Titans. It is so much. And, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm asking myself, what new... What am I going to get in this series that is new or different than that I, that I got in... So in any, that I haven't seen in anything else. Can I answer that? Oh, we said anything else. That's not fair. Well, I was going to say, like, you could say maybe there'll be differences between that and Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. But are those differences are di- going to be differences that were covered in the Batman or covered in, you know, in, in Beware the Batman? Now, you could argue, look, those weren't Bruce Timm. These are going to be much better. This is going to be much better. Like, if Marvel does this with, with the X-Men, they say we're doing basically X-Men the Animated Series, but different. I'm okay with that because we don't have a million. We have a lot of different X Men stories. We don't have a million, you know. Like anyway, we haven't had one in a long time, so I'm fine with them saying, "All right, yeah, we're just gonna go back into just retell the X Men stories." Great, but I don't know for some reason Batman to me, another another Bruce Tim Batman series that looks and is gonna be similar to Batman the animated series. I don't know. And of course, you know Shamari's favorite director, J.J. Abrams, involved. Um, I'm sure it'll have a lot of similarities to Batman: The Animated Series. I was not going to go there. Um, uh, hashtag Imperial Broadcast. Yeah, check out Imperial Broadcast. We want to hear people talk about J.J. Abrams. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited for this. I don't see this not doing very well. Uh, all you have to do is say Batman animated Bruce Tim. And, and I'm 100% on board. HBO Max, too, I'm 1,000% on board. J.J. Uh, Abrams and Matt Reeves, good. Good. Give Bruce Tim all, all the all the tools, all the little, every all the stuff. Give him everybody. 
Give him Abrams, Bruce, Abrams, Reeves, you know, whoever else he needs, just give it to him. So I'm on board. I'm 100% on board. The long years are interesting. I don't hate it. Um, similar you know, to Beware the Batman, in terms of the costume. Uh, yeah, definitely similar, yeah. similar to Beware the Batman, I would say. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if we're going to get... Did they say if we're going to get a Robin or anything like that? I don't know if they've gone deep. I mean, he's not, in, he's not in the cover, which is a good sign. At least for, at least for like, initial Robin. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm hoping they don't start him out with a Robin, but... Either way, I'm 100% on board. We're getting more Batman animated content. Um, Did they attach Cartoon Network to this at all? Yeah, it's at Cartoon Network. Yeah, it's going to be and, uh, yeah, and HBO Max. No disrespect to Cartoon Network as a network, but, you know, when they when they talk about... Of course, it's going to be on HBO Max, but if they're they're attached... They're not saying this is Adult Swim, so that's going to be the other question. Because yeah, if they would have told me this well. is like... I don't need to be, you know... Harley Quinn or, you know, rated R or anything, but like, if you would have told me, like, oh, yeah, the stakes, like, this is going to be a little bit more like Young Justice, the last season of Young Justice. And a little deeper than even Batman, or a little darker than even Batman the Animated Series. Then, that would have that piqued my interest. Well, I, I mean, kind of, we were just watching uh, that Transformer joint on Netflix last oh, yeah. night, and that was not, a, that yeah. is not a kid show. Yeah. Even if it's TVY7. TVY7 and I'm yeah, I was gonna say I'm not. Yeah, I'm not tripping too much about. I'm not tripping too much about it being on Cartoon Network because I mean, TVY Seven shot in the face. I'm like, this is a TVY Seven. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, young. I mean, to me, Young Justice season one and two are pretty adult. Like, I mean, it's not the the the, the craziest thing in the world, but I mean, it, it's, it's. I don't think it's gonna be goofy. It's much. It's mature. Yeah, it, it'll still probably be a mature show. You know, but you know, look, we're we gonna get blasters. You know, we're we gonna get. <laughs> you know some of the goofy stuff. Well, what get. I think, wait, what, I, what I wonder is, I'm wondering if you'll have a situation where maybe the HBO Max episodes are a little more mature than the Cartoon Network episodes. Because, like to me, I don't know why they would even do both. Like, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see that. Now, a lot of times, I, I'm thinking. I mean, look, Cartoon Network. I mean, these, these, like, car, these, car, these kid networks are in a bad place, so they need the content. But it'll probably, it may be simulcast. I'm assuming, like, it's something that could. It'll be primarily, I think, on HBO Max, and like they're just attaching the Cartoon Network brand. Um, I think just for marketing purposes, just like when you go to the Cartoon Network section on HBO Max, that will be there, you know. But because I've seen other like HBO Max exclusives, other cartoons that are considered Cartoon Network, but they're not ever going to show up on Cartoon Network. Because in, in none of these, I'm not saying that it won't be for family and kid friendly, but in none of these statements are kids or families mentioned. And those are the, that's those are buzzwords when you hear these kind of shows get announced. Yeah, I'm not saying this is going to be Harley Quinn. I'm not even saying this is going to even be Young Justice on HBO Max per se. But I don't, again, I don't I don't get the feeling that this is uh, like you know Batman Brave and the Bold. Or definitely not, you know, uh, right. you know, Teen Titans Go. Like, you know, this. I think <laughs> it's going to be a super serious show. And I, I don't think that Reeves or or even Justice are, the Action. Yes, yes, or even Justice the Action, which I liked, by the way. Um, I don't think uh, to me, like, I don't think Abrams and Reeves are getting out of bed to work on something like that. <laughs> you know, like, there's no way. <laughs> right. So to me, this is going to be fairly mature. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I'm, you know, I'm surprised Kendall is so down on it. The only, the, the only thing I'm concerned about, really, you know, is the kind of opposite of what Shan was saying. I don't know if I need JJ and Matt being so involved with this. One, I feel like I'm really starting to be concerned about is Matt Reeves too 
spread too thin in terms of Batman stuff. He's working on this show. He's working on this movie. And now he's doing a cartoon. He hasn't made any. He hasn't. He hasn't made anything that we know is even good. He has his own. Yeah, we haven't even. We haven't. We haven't even watched anything he's done (laughs) with the Batman. Given a trilogy before a movie came out, right? And and we didn't even know if he was a good director. Right. I mean, to me, in in some ways, in some ways, it's very reminiscent of Zack Snyder and what DC did with him. We were just like, here's everything. Like, wait, wait, wait. People don't like your stuff. Whoa, we didn't know that. It's like, uh, maybe you should let things play out a little bit. Johnson trilogy. When they announced the Ryan Johnson trilogy, we were excited. I was so excited. We were like, man, The Last Jedi. Is I hadn't even be... seen The Last Jedi. We were like, I remember, <laughs> then I made the bold prediction of like, The Last Jedi is going to be better than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I, think, I, think I feel like I said that. that. Or like, it's going to be wow. just as good. I, I was duped by the fact that <laughs> I didn't know Lucasfilm was incompetent when it came to just giving trilogies away. Right. And like EJ I mean, mentioned, Zack Snyder. Just gave him a trilogy. I was like, wow, a trilogy? <laughs> I don't know why these companies now look. That's not to say Matt Reeves hasn't proven himself. I love the Apes movies. Like he's a he's right. a yeah. he's a great director. Yeah. But I don't know if he's but that. I'll be honest but I'll be honest, guys. You say we don't I'm know why they do like this. It. Right. <laughs> now can like, we Snyder can be can think he's he, he's you know, Steven Spielberg when it comes to making <laughs> movies, when it comes to making Superman movies or DC movies, not everybody likes them. No matter how <laughs> right. good they are. So it, that reads the Batman can be a great movie, and people if people don't like it, people are, don't want to watch his cartoon. People don't want to watch his TV show. <laughs> it's funny. Kendall says that we don't know why they do this, but we know why they do this. Kevin Feige ruined the game. Like, yeah, w- like every sure. company sees what Disney has in this juggernaut of a producer, and they're like, we gotta have the same thing. And their idea is shared universe means it's got to come from one guy. And so even within like a Batman universe, I think they feel like, yo, we're going for this thing. Let's go all in and let that guy have every piece of the pie. Because a lot of the issues we've seen in the past has been, oh, well, why did you do this? Well, this guy didn't have control of that. That's why that looked like that. They want to just streamline everything so people can follow along um, these stories in a much more streamlined way. Because that's how Kevin Feige has presented it and it's made... Disney billions upon billions of dollars. It's ironic because you know the other guy in, in this industry that's done something similar in terms of building a shared universe mm-hmm. and it being incredible is Bruce Tim. They've got mm. the guy. Now, I thought you, I, it's I, funny. I, I thought you were going to. I think you go George Lucas, but yeah, that's the other guy. But yeah, Bruce Tim made you know the animated you know shared universe of DC stories, and they were all incredible and they were all interesting. Uh, to me, and it's funny. Did you see? Did you guys see the? Um, there's been there's been some some talk. Uh, I think this came out like last week about how people in Hollywood are a little bit worried about the Marvel Disney Plus stuff because uh, it, because in in terms of the industry because Marvel hasn't really they don't have and for any of these shows they don't have anyone that's considered a showrunner. They just they have head writers like Malcolm Spellman, or yeah. who's the head writer for for was it Jack Schaefer who's the head writer for yes for um, WandaVision, but they don't have they don't have a showrunner, and they say that they say there's concern about that because I mean obviously you know titles and things of that mm-hmm. nature but yeah. like people acknowledge like Kevin Feige's a showrunner of all of it so they don't have showrunners and you know there's there's concern in the industry just about 
you know, what kind of credit are people going to be given? Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to be able, am I just calling, am I just answering the fight the whole time? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to be able to actually be able to make these shows? Like, you know, what kind of executive control do some of these people have or create creative control do these people actually have? And again, that's, 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 like Marvel doesn't, isn't going to acknowledge that. But Kevin Feige's a showrunner for all of these shows. And that's, that to me is very interesting. It is, but it, it, but getting back to the you know this Batman Cape Crusader show, like my my concern is that you know are there too many cooks in the kitchen? Like you know, you know J J Abrams has accomplished a hell of a lot. Uh, Matt Reeves has accomplished a hell of a lot. Like, I mean, and then Bruce Tim is you know I would argue the Godfather, definitely on Mount Rushmore, maybe the goat when it comes to producing superhero animated content for um, you know when it comes to TV series. You know, in some degree, it's like, you know, if those guys come to him something he doesn't see, like, will he really listen to them? Or vice versa. Will those guys feel like, you know, hey, I've done movies and I do movie franchises like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like, I, you know, if, I'm sure Bruce wanted these guys help, but there's a part of me that wonders that if you get a too much cooks in the kitchen deal, well, I just feel like, man, just let Bruce Tim have him and his own team and go for straight from there. There is something to having new people with new ideas. But when you got these guys who are megastars, megastars come with ego. It's not, And I'm not, I don't mean to say that, you know, Abrams or you know, um, Reeves are bad guys or jerks at all. Um, I've never heard anybody say that about them. I only say that just to say, if you're that great, you're going to have some kind of ego. So do I really want those mega powers all coming together to do a project? I, I don't, that wouldn't have been my plan if I was doing Batman. I would just let Bruce Timm do whatever he wanted. So that was the only thing I, I saw that, that concerned me a little bit. But I, I disagree with Kendall. I mean, I think that they were long overdue for, um, at the very least, a, a, another DC series. Like, the, the fact that we've gone this long with only Young Justice and we've seen massive hiatuses in between is crazy considering where we were just two decades ago or even a decade ago. It was totally different. And... You know, again, we've said, you know, DC scenes, are, in some ways, it felt like they, like, just abandoned that space. Like, whatever they thought they were going to do with Beware the Batman and Green Lantern, two outstanding shows. But whatever uh, response or whatever ratings and whatever revenue they wanted from those shows and they didn't get it, it seemed like they just kind of got gun-shy and decided, let's just do what, our little Teen Titans Go!, We'll do the DC stars with the you know with the female characters, and you know maybe we'll do a Justice League action and play with that a little bit. But we're not gonna do anything really serious, or anything really you know bold in terms of you know you know really being aggressive in front of audiences. Obviously, they did Harley Quinn, but that was a streaming service show that I argued I don't think they ever thought was gonna get this hot. Um, and then they brought back Young Justice, a show that was already on. So, but besides that, they've done nothing. Like they're it's been dormant. So we've been waiting for this. I'm glad we're finally getting something because the only other Batman show that I would have been super excited for, and this is something we've pitched for over five years, is why don't they just give Greg Weissman the keys, make him Bruce Tim, and make DC that that, that Young Justice that that Young Justice young Batman Justice. right universe. If they right, told, I mean, because oh, Young Justice has just flat out just just been spectacular with that Batman and all of the Batman characters involved nightwing uh uh uh, uh tim drake right uh spoiler 
every, everybody, all the villains, the Joker, <laughs> Clayface, they've killed them all. And I'm going to say killed in a good way. Like, it's <laughs> been fire, no debate, no denial. It's been incredible. And yes, if you did a show with just those characters, I would watch every week, give you whatever money you need. That's right. how good it's been. I agree like, with that. You know, I know Snyder talks about how he, Warner Brothers is anti-Snyder or whatnot. Like, I feel like they're anti-Greg Weissman because I don't know what, what he's done for to not be given the keys to the animated division at Warner Brothers. They're giving J.J. Abrams a show. What has J.J. done? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. Matt Reeves a show. Matt Reeves hasn't done a, done a, done a damn thing. In the DC, I mean, it, I mean, it took, I mean, it took, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just some bad, it's these, these deals. They got, yeah, I'm just right, saying, exactly. Deal. Kind of big deal, bad it's robot. It's like, they, they gotta get their money. They, they get, they gave JJ a hundred million, so they gotta get their money. Yeah, man, it's the Berlanti stuff, it's all that stuff, behind the scenes, legal stuff, it, it's, 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 it's corporate. Kendall, that's, 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 it's the business, man. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. It's TV. Yeah. People want to see JJ. JJ's the name. The silver screen. Yeah, it's a shame, man. But I do, I do feel like you know because of the Batman stories we've gotten over the last twenty years, there there is stuff that I'm excited to see on a Batman show. Like I would love to see. And to be fair, I know there have been a lot of Batman animated movies that have gone down these paths with some of these stories that we haven't seen before. Some of them great, some of them terrible. But there are things I want to see. I do want to see if they go down the road with Jason Todd. I do want to see if they introduce a Hush character or a Damian Wayne. Um, there, there are some things, you know, the, the court, you know, I know the court maybe is getting played out, but like, we've never seen the court on like an actual animated series. And I don't, I would argue we've never really seen it doing done well anywhere. So in terms of obviously, Victor's ass has never been on, but I, I, I can, they can hold Victor's ass. We've seen him a lot. Um, but to be fair, he's another character that I don't, we've never seen in animated, uh, iterations. So there are avenues and things that they could they could look to that i would be interested in seeing them explore you know so 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 i don't want to say it's just like only not but only other thing that i think would have gotten me excited for batman animated would have been if they would have said we're doing an anime dude they said no i don't i I don't like those gimmicks i'm tired funny funny funimation crunchy roll said we're doing a batman animated or anime series no that's you know, no, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> that would have gotten me locked in. But after that, I mean, again, everything else, it's been done. You know, I mean, maybe like you said, Court of Owls, Hush, like there's maybe three or four stories killing joke that we haven't seen, you know, animated. That's like any good. But yeah, like, yeah, Ken, I'm not I'm not with that. Ken. I'm, I'm a, I, I mean, if I had to pick between that and a Bruce Tim show with, with, it, it look, with yeah, uh, man. I don't know. With anybody, I don't care that Reeves and and, and <laughs> yeah, what's Roy Roy Bruce Tim. Yeah. What I will I mean, say though, to to Kendall's yeah. credit though, what I would hope is, I, I think that DC should be more aggressive in doing like other DC heroes and having them. Lead yo, shows. team up. Yeah, that's the only way. I wouldn't even say team yeah, up. Like, like my thing is like, yo, like, I, I wouldn't say do this because we have a series on, but like, how awesome would a Flash TV show be? Like that, that I mean, a cartoon like that could be really cool. Like, how awesome could a Blue Beetle cartoon be? Um, there are there are a lot of DC heroes that I feel like they've just kind of left. Whoever thought on, on the, see, I think what what they're worried about is the Green Lantern show was a massive experiment of like, yo, we're gonna do like a a B lister. 
I mean, he's A list, I guess, in theory, but in the overall grand yeah, scheme. Yeah, B list in like, terms of like, yeah, the grand scheme of like, yeah, exactly. Comic book characters. He's B list. And so to give him a cartoon is like, wow. And it didn't work. You know, it's like, you know, I mean, Iron Man's big now, but Iron Man in the 90s was Green Lantern. And he showed flop, you know, like. Yeah, it shows one season, yeah. Like. You know, Marvel tried that thing with giving a lot of these B list characters. You know, they tried, they have a swamp so, thing. So, Silver Surfer. Yeah, Silver Surfer. You know, like a lot of those shows don't work. But, um, and Green Lantern didn't work. So I think that was, that's their concern. But to your credit, though, that's why if you did something with like a Weissman where you, you develop a universe. Yo, if they would have made those characters. Like, like, you know, universe, like to me, like, I know I'm biased, but my thing is, like, I would love to see a Nightwing animated series. I think that could be really good. Like, yeah. Like, I think that could be really, really good. Because that's the only problem with Young Justice is that everything is so. Everything's so connected to the Young Justice story. To the, to the team, yeah. Yeah, to the team. You know, and it's like, man, it's the DC universe. Like, they don't do anything, you know, individually, or like these superheroes don't do anything individually. Any Justice League member? Yeah, like you know, what the Superman, Superman, Superman don't got just something to do with Metropolis, which we'll get to. Right. Like, but you know, like, yeah, I like, I like to see that. You know, <laughs> I can see the day to day of some of these superheroes, not necessarily them being at the Watchtower or doing whatever teamwork yeah, they, they gotta do. The island. Yeah, exactly, and uh, and I get that aspect of it. You know, um, I think they feel like Batman's the most palatable of their heroes. I think they're right on that. So this is why we get what we get. I ain't mad at it, but and I'm excited for it. But yeah, could I could I, could I would I welcome more? Maybe, and I and I'll be honest. I think that this is the beginning. I think that we will see more, and in fact, we will. We I can guarantee you we'll see more because <laughs> on the same day, uh, they also confirmed that they will be doing a new Superman series. Uh, titled My Adventures with Superman. This is a show that also will be coming out on HBO Max and Cartoon Network. This show definitely did use those buzzwords of family-friendly and kids and things like that. Um, uh, Amy Freeman, who is the head of kids and family programming, said uh, Superman has remained one of the most iconic and beloved superheroes in the world. This fresh take from the Marvel, excuse me, the Warner Brothers animation team delivers a modern, relatable Clark Kent alongside a fearless, whip-smart Lois Lane, who are navigating the small task of becoming both adults and trying to save the world. So, I mean, even in that, like, little uh, thing, you know, and by the way, Jimmy Olsen is supposed to play a big part in this show as well. So even in that little explanation, you kind of definitely see the, the, the change in tone in regards to like, what they're trying to accomplish with this show. Um, uh, Jack Quaid from The Boys uh, is going to be a voice in Clark Kent. Alicia Lee from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist will be playing, uh, voicing Lois Lane. This will be uh, produced by Sam Register, who does Teen Titans Go. Uh, Jack White, oh, who did Invader Zim, Enter, <laughs> Enter Flopus. Um, and Brandon Clogger, who was on Voltron, Legendary Defender, are both on board as co-executive producers. They did release uh, a, a uh, logo image, which I thought the logo image was actually really cool. Old school Superman logo. Like, I, I absolutely love the logo. Um, then they had a little bit of an artwork as well with like Lois... You know, I guess grabbing you know a Clark Kent in in the Daily Planet with his little notebook. It's cute art. It kind of it definitely. Kendall talked about anime. I mean, this looks a lot like anime. Um, yeah, it looks kind of like uh, like, like Invincible. Yeah, or Invincible. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, to me, it looks like it looks like like Korra or Avatar. Right. Exactly. You know, it might be Studio kinda... Mirror, like the, the, the animators. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, cause, and they mentioned the guy from Voltron. Like, that was another one. Yeah, used the same, uh, same studio. 
but I'm cool with this. Um, again, I think that you're, you're seeing DC kind of expand their wings. And again, like there is no, I mean, we talked about it a bunch in this podcast. There's no excuse to not be having a Superman, you know, animated show. But to me, what I'm seeing is what we've seen in the past when it comes to whether it's this Batman show or the Superman show, where it seems like whenever they want to rev up content for these characters, they, 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 they make sure they have animated shows ready to go. So we know, obviously, the Batman's coming out. In fact, the, the guy who directed the Batman is working on the cartoon. We know Superman is coming out, a new movie. Obviously, it won't be a black Superman in this show because the guy in this picture is very clearly white. But we know they're doing a Superman. We know it's going to be Clark Kent. So, of course, uh, they want to get the Superman animated series up. While that may be true, I'm so happy they go on this route because, again, I would argue that they've kind of, you know, uh, just, like, neglected this aspect of their 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 kind of tool shed you know they kind of leaned on the well let's just put them in arrow or let's put them on one of the hbo max shows like or no the dc but previously the dc universe shows like i'm I'm cool that they're saying yeah no animated is a way to uh and animated series are definitely a vessel to kind of like keep these characters in the in 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 the loop so to speak so i'm excited for this i i again it it looks like it's going to be um, a little more kid friendly. They mentioned it'll be uh, kind of comedic and there'll be some romance uh, to it. It's got a two season order, so you know we'll have two seasons back to back already. I'm ready to go. I, I'm I'm excited to see what this is. I think to me, given that the Batman show seems like it's going to be very serious, I'm cool that this one being a little less serious, especially when we consider. I think Superman for a lot of folks like it's kind of the same deal where it's like you know maybe like a lot of these um, the reason why sometimes he's been. He's been unlikable for people, I think, has been sometimes because they've taken him too seriously and trying to present him as this badass or whatever. Maybe this will work. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I, I, I mean, I'm excited for this more so than the Batman show. Um, I'm probably one of the few people on the planet <laughs> more excited for this than the Batman show. Say, Kenny, you're excited for something today? <laughs> I know, man. Kendall's been killing everything today. Yeah, man. EJ, EJ heard me yesterday. I was killing everybody. I was killing Russell Westbrook, you know, <laughs> and a bunch of other people, um, you know, in sports. But, but yeah, no. Nah. Uh, to me, this is um, this is this is a good show. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like EJ mentioned, try and get people more invested in in, in Superman. Um, <laughs> There aren't many Superman animated, you know, shows where I'm like, oh, but how's this going to compare to this one and that one and this one and that one? Um, you know, it's like I mentioned Invincible, you know, that show is a show that uh, not there wasn't much. There's the source material out there, but like not many, not anything that anybody really knew about. And yeah. so the show caught a lot of people by surprise. And uh, you can't really do that. With a, with a Batman show, it's Superman. I mean, obviously we all know the story of Superman, but there there are there are different stories that you can tell that we haven't seen in animated in an animated format, um, at least in a cartoon. Um, and to me, I don't know. Again, maybe it's just the feeling of like we haven't had a Superman cartoon in a long time. So I'm willing yeah, to give we it. We have not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm willing to give it a chance. That's, isn't that wild though? Like we've had so many Spider-Man cartoons and Batman cartoons, and we've really only had one Superman cartoon 
that's lasted yeah. us for about like yeah. forty it years. Didn't even run that long. It wasn't like right, oh, and it wasn't as it wasn't that long. Like it might be three. Se- it might have been three seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like yeah, you know, Justice League. League. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we do superheroes. Basically. Yeah, that's true. That that's that's kind of Superman show. That's, that's fair. But um, the kids Superman show, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just I I think a lot of it just has to do with Superman is not inherently that interesting um, for a lot of people. Uh, but it's so these. bizarre because I feel like of all the characters, where maybe the best way to maximize. Like to maximize like everything that encompasses the character would be to put him in animation. Like Superman's would be my number one choice because it's You're so right. hard from live action standpoint and sometimes even a comic book standpoint to kind of really convey this man's unbelievable abilities and the abilities of the people he encounters. So like the the best way I think to me in a lot of ways to represent that. And to present that are through animate isn't through animation. It's it's crazy to me that like they decided no no let's do a million just do a million more Superman movies and let's do a million Superman shows like t- live action shows like and I'm not saying that like you know I have a beef with any of the live action shows or the movies per se. It's just like to me that's a challenge. Like that that's a lot of money. That's a lot of budget. Like it's not easy to to pull that off, and yet we see it over and over again. Um, but with animation where I feel like you could do anything and we've seen amazing superhero Superman animation when it comes to animated movies. You mentioned uh Justice League, we had the Superman TV show, which was good. Like cartoon rather, that was good. Like it's just crazy to me that they that they don't explore this option more. They keep doing Batman. I'm like, Batman you could actually do on TV and in movies. Like that's not that hard. <laughs> like Superman is like impossible and yet they keep trying to do it. Not that you shouldn't well, yeah, try, but I would think that if you want to really have like a, 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 you could really have like a landmark series, a benchmark series with Superman because of really the endless possibilities when you put him onto a screen and a computer and not you know on some wires. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm very excited for the show. Honestly, I mean, it looks the the art. I like the art they're going for. Um, they say it's kind of going to be kind of a coming of age type story. It was giving me kind of some 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 Smallville ish mm-hmm. vibes, mm-hmm. which I mean we all know how I feel about Smallville. So, uh, so yeah, I mean I'm I'm fully on board. You guys are right. We haven't had that much superhero superhero. We haven't had that much uh, Superman uh, animated content. Um, and yeah, I mean HBO Max needs some more needs some more uh, superhero content in general. Um, Static new, Shock's new not doing it for you. Superhero content. Static Shock is is only one show. <laughs> so, so yeah, they gotta they gotta they gotta add some stuff. So, so they're bringing in Batman. They're bringing in a new Superman. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm curious. Kendall mentioned Invincible. Invincible is doing really well. I, um, I'll tell you what, man. I know you guys have to finish Invincible. I know I'm gonna be like smart with the boys. I know, but I these shows. They're trying to make these shows, these DC shows, these animated shows. The the the, the superhero animation game that it might be a wrap in terms of because 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 the next three years. If Young Justice doesn't wake up and come back, it might be a wrap. Yeah, I mean you say that, but Young Young Justice comes with the heat. Hey, hey, that's true. That's true. I don't want to. We know we know we know what Young Justice is about. Like 
I'm not watching Invincible to be fair, so I don't want to say yeah, anything about what's better or whatever. I, I, I've heard it's around. I've heard it's hard, but yeah, yeah. I mean, every time we, every time you doubt Young Justice, they come back harder. Like, 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 I'm I'm not concerned about Young Justice coming with all the smoke. That I mean, Wiseman and that crew, man, just incredible what they've done. But I do got Marvel, watch Invincible. Wake up. Good things. Oh yeah, Marvel's asleep. Marvel's asleep. I, 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 they and I say that they're asleep. It's not that. What if it's coming out? We'll give them that. What's coming out? I don't think. What if it's gonna do it? Oh, what if? Right. No, no, no. It's not. It's not gonna do anything. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. gonna make much of a dent. I think people are gonna be, oh, this is cool, but it's all imaginary. It's all fictional. I mean, it's all, everything's fictional, but like it's all it's all uh, hypothetical. It's yeah, Marvel. Even. Marvel has placed no value in what its animation department can do. In terms of uh, in terms of excitement and engagement with current audiences, yeah, I mean, it's something that, it's something that DC DC uh, yeah, always with with like the Clone Wars and yeah. the Bad, Bad Batch, Batch and right. They, Lucasfilm has decided for like like almost basically the entire the entirety of twenty twenty one yeah. is going to be dedicated to the Bad Batch, yeah. Like and they've and been doing they've been doing that kind of stuff for 20, years. Half of 2020 was dedicated to just the final the season Wars. of the Clone Wars, and it worked. Yeah, it worked. It right. got people hyped for for yeah, excited. Fight for them and the Mandalorian. By the time the Bad Batch is over, people are gonna be so hyped for the for whatever else coming out. Book of Boba Fett. It's worked. Yeah, Lucasfilm. And look, Marvel doesn't need it. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think they, I think they don't feel like they need it. I, I yeah. really do, and maybe they don't. But I think that I think they've undervalued a key, a, what could be a key audience, like. I think, like, there are so many people who, you know, their their interest in wanting to expand their their uh, knowledge of the Marvel universe. Maybe they don't want to read hundreds of comic books that date back right. decades. You know, a lot and of people so- like it's very palatable to watch, a, you know, a, a very good TV series. And and to me, for them sense. to not to not want to to not, and especially considering they want to introduce so many new characters. That we've never seen in any iteration, like in America Chavez or in yeah. Elijah Bradley, like these characters no no one's ever seen before, just yeah. no one's ever seen. And I'm not and like I'm talking about on cartoons, on TV, or on movies. Yeah, no one's ever seen these characters before. These are newish now, characters, not Madame Rambo, but the other two for sure. Like, and they're just bringing them out. And it's not to say that that won't be good, but how much better would it be if you were I like, yo, there's an America be- Chavez, uh, you know, run on. The Avengers series, and to be fair, they did do like a Marvel Rising where I think she is a character. Yeah, they've been doing those Marvel Rising stories, which but nobody just, watches. Yeah, well, they don't put, they don't put any promotion. <laughs> no, nah, let's be, keep it on. They don't put any promotion. <laughs> They're all Disney Plus, but any yeah. marketing behind it. No, yeah, they put no push behind it, and. They're like, what are they like? Movies? They're like short animated. They're like movies. they're like shorts. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, like a short. They're almost like animated, short animated series, and. I don't know. I did. Yeah. Maybe I gotta give them a chance and watch it. They do do. They are. That is like a hint that they are. They do want to do some version of the Young Avengers or like those. A lot of those characters. But to me, to me, where I think Marvel should attack the animation market is to reintroduce the Fantastic Four and the X Men. Like it's too late now. Like, they're doing the Fantastic Four already. I mean, I think without, that, I think that they are with the X Men. I think we're gonna get an X Men show. That's, that has to that's, be that's, like. That's, I mean, that's all the smoke that we've been getting. No pun intended. We like, yeah, exactly. 
but with all like we're we've had so many years now of people saying I'm tired of the X Men or like they they haven't worked or the Fantastic Four. That every time I see the Fantastic Four, it's a bad movie. Why do I want to see another one? Like if you make an excellent Fantastic Four cartoon, now people are going to be even more excited for a Fantastic Four movie or an excellent X Men cartoon. So to me, that would be the way I would do it. I just feel like they're so obsessed with the with the shared universe, which I don't think they need to be. Like that's yeah. why Marvel Studios never touch it. Like even What If is like I think like them say, "Whoa, look at us living <laughs> living on the edge a little bit." None of this is actually real. <laughs> it's like, all yeah. right, but like, can you actually make like an actual story around these people? You know, you know that doesn't connect to to the MCU. But Kevin Feige doesn't want to touch that. Yeah, no, it's look, yeah, he's the event. I'm not saying he's got yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, look, we, yeah, we argue about is, is Matt Reese stretched too thin? And it's like, you know, like maybe Kevin Feige's doing what he feels like he knows best and what he's comfortable with. And, they made a Guardian show, and it, that was that was a good attempt. Mm-hmm. We need more of those. Yeah. Like, I didn't, just... I, didn't, I didn't need a Guardian. They wanted to, but they used it to, to to try and promote the Guardians. I I didn't need the Guardians of the Galaxy show personally, but I love the attempt. Just like Green Lantern. We need more things like that. We also need more things that just aren't from the, from the brainchild of like you know. I mean, I don't know. We, it's not going to happen anymore. But like, the main problem also has been like they've been looking at all these Marvel shows to me through this Disney lens, and yes. and Marvel had a run where they were promoting their their Marvel animation department was killing everything when they were doing uh, Wolverine and the X Men when they were doing Avengers, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I know that's two shows, but I mean those are two of your most important IPs. Spider Man was during that time, right? And that was Sony, but like even then, like like that to me, like the point though is like nothing about those shows looked or smelled or looked like Marvel Studios or Disney. It looked, it was told, it seemed to me just like totally people within Marvel or within Sony who love Spider Man and love Marvel. Well, that Disney. was Sony. That was uh, Marvel Entertainment still. It might have been, it, yeah. Sony produced, like, like distributed it, but yeah. Like the point being though is that like that Marvel Studios shine was not there for any of those shows, and it's what made them great. No. Like I don't want Marvel yeah. Studios shine on a cartoon. Yeah, they tried that with the rest. Yeah, of I, I don't like. I don't want that. Like I want like it's too polished. It's too. And, and to <laughs> me, it's too cookie cutter. Like those. Like right, to me, yeah, what made those shows. Too, yeah. They got to they gotta play it safe. They gotta be, right. Know, to me, what things. made those shows great was, like, they were able to kind of, I felt like anything could happen. Like, yeah. I, with those like, other shows, I'm like, okay, we know, you know, you're trying to put over Falcon because he's in the next movie. The Guardian show tried to do nothing that was different than what we had already kind of... Yeah, like, you watch the first episode, I'm like, this is the movie. <laughs> it's, it's good, but it's the movie. Like... So, so that's the, that's me has been a problem, and I'm hoping that they're able to kind of now, move weren't away the Guardians from that. of the Galaxy in Earth Mightiest Heroes? Yes, they, they were. were. They they were awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And again, it wasn't. It didn't feel. It wasn't like the movie. Again, no. it was different. It you know. So that's that's so that's something that I I know I don't know. Again, it doesn't seem like Feige really uh, you know embraces that aspect of it, but I do think it's something they still get into. Uh, one last animated story, and this one I think will surprise will surprise you guys in terms of how I feel about it. DC is also um, producing an animated adaptation of Injustice: Gods Among Us. If you've ever played the game, Injustice is a very popular fighting game made by uh, Nether Realms along with DC. 
And in that video game, there's a very, um, very uh, involved story uh, kind of involving Superman, Batman, and really all the DC characters that kind of culminates in this really epic tale. That tale was, you know, spun off into comic books, and there was a sequel to the game where that story continues, and there will, there is word that there is a third game that will come out that will continue this story. Um, that game, I believe, came out in 2013, and now we're seeing that first story from that game being now brought to DZ animated movies. I'll be honest, guys. I'm, I'm with Kendall on, on... The way Kendall felt about Batman is how I feel about this. I didn't need this. And it pains me to say that because I loved the Injustice Gods Among Us story. I mean, I really... And it's not to say that there was... It was just this, like, completely, like, you know, unheard of idea that they did. But, again, sometimes it's not necessarily just about, like, the idea on paper. It's about execution and emotion and how you how you present it. And it was presented extremely well. I, I think there's a, a particular problem when adapting video games, video game storylines, and making them into cartoons. It's you're going from animation to animation. I feel like I've seen this movie already. Like... I know there were cutscenes and they were, you know, actually had to fight, you know, Green Arrow a couple of times every now and then, or had to fight, you know, uh, whoever, Joker, you know, here and there to get to the next part of the story. But the story plays out in that game. It's not like, oh, you're just, this is a fighting game and cutscenes are short. Like, that was a very involved story. That was like a movie. And that was not that long ago. The fact there's been a sequel to that game since, but even that sequel wasn't that far from the first game. I don't, I don't know, seeing that story in animation where the graphics are incredible, I don't know, like, to me, it's like, what more could you provide to me that's going to be better than what I saw? I don't really know if you can, and because the story is so recent, I'm like, I, I feel like I know it. I, I just, I, to me, I would like to see DC, like, to me, with this Batman show and the Superman show, it looks like they're going for something original. They're doing something new, they're doing something that hasn't been done before. Or at least in terms of like presenting something that that is not just taking a story that's been done and just adapting it, you know, in a long form. To me, that's what this is. And it, for something that happened so recently and literally was in animation, this just seemed unnecessary. But I'm, I'm it sounds like I'm completely in the minority because everyone was bugging out when this news came out. But I saw this and I was like, really? Okay, I'll watch it. I'll buy the digital or Blu-ray, whatever. But I would have liked to seen them. To me, it seems like DC, like when they pick these projects, you know, it's like they're slim picking. It's like whatever you, what you want them working on, you want them working on something that you're really excited for. So, like, you know, when I heard this is what they're working on after uh, Batman Long Halloween, I was like, oh, really? Okay. This is where we're at. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Could be good, but I was hoping for something a little different. Um,. You're the Injustice NetherRealm Studios expert, man. So I'm the NetherRealm Studios expert here. <laughs> I mean, I guess. How was Mortal Kombat? <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is dope. You guys should play. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for this. I love Injustice, as you guys know, of course. Um, uh, I would have hoped that they were... And now, this is a movie, so I guess there's a possibility they'll do a sequel. I would have hoped for the incorporation of the Injustice 2 story as well. So that goes further in to that that world. Kind of just fleshes it out even more. 
and goes into further conflicts with Brainiac and you know a, a lot a bunch of other stuff. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm excited for this. I feel like the the air was kind of taken out of this by both the boys and Invincible, right? Uh, personally, yeah. Uh, I think those are the things that hurts this the most for me. I mean, we get the boys, and we have you know Homelander. The yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers, obviously. Yeah, won't say anything, but but get... if you've seen them, then you if you've seen the show, then you know what that means. If you've seen the show, you know what it means. <laughs> you, we, you, we have a, we've uh, seen the Invincible series. We have Invincible. And you get, if you've seen the show. If you've seen the show, you know what it means. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of stuff out of getting Injustice animated. Right. I mean, I guess people are hoping to get, like, something like the boys or invincible or you know whatever but it's, I, i'm gonna be watching now i'll be like i mean i i, I mean have i seen this and we've got the game and we have the game now in justice 2 we have not necessarily seen though we've, i mean we've seen brainiac obviously but right um but it just it, it again it expands the story more I, I think one thing that makes the injustice story good is just how many heroes are involved I mean, having I mean, I read the whole like first comic, Injustice comic. Um, I mean, and they and I mean, Superman's out here fighting everybody. Yeah, he's fighting Guardians. He's fighting the Yellow. You get into Yellow, uh, you know, the Lanterns. Yellow Lanterns, right. and I mean, he's out here fighting demons and Trigon, and he's out here fighting everybody. Right. So, I mean, if it's gonna be something like that, I mean, we haven't seen that necessarily in any form. Uh, so I don't know. It could be great. Uh, I love the Injustice story. Uh, there's a lot of heroes, a lot of villains involved. So um, you know, it should be interesting to see. And I, I love the DC animated movies. I also trust their team. To be completely honest, I, I do trust their team. They've been hitting on all cylinders lately. Uh, I mean, Hush had some issues. Um, I haven't seen the Long Halloween yet. Um, but the, the new uh, the new Justice Society movie is pretty good. Yeah, I know you guys told me that yeah, was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. It wasn't it, it, if you liked the Superman Red Sun movie, it's probably it's about that level. Yeah, similar yeah, kind of. I like the I like the Wonder piece. Woman Bloodline Bloodline. Right, the Wonder Woman Bloodlines was was amazing. Yeah, that that one was yeah. very good. So I mean, they've been they've been doing really well with these animated movies. So they're doing injustice. I think that's cool. So I'm on board, but there's some hesitation. Yeah, I mean. I did not play the Injustice 2 story, or the Injustice story, rather. Neither one of them. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, in terms of the story, I'm not, it's not going to be, I, I mean, I know, I know a lot of major aspects of the story. Uh, saw BVS, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah, don't say, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're going to get a lot of trolls. Get a lot of people upset. A lot of people. <laughs> get a lot of comments. No, so yeah, I mean, I, I, but I know, I know a lot of the major frameworks, a lot of the major outline of the, uh, of the injustice story. Um, it's out there. Um, it, 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 I, I didn't, I don't need this, you know, I don't need this at all. Um, uh, but I don't know if there's any. There, there's a lot of DC movies. I found myself saying a lot that the DC movies that I say I don't need end up being better than the ones that I say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait! Can't wait for this one. 
You know, so I that don't seem like it's a good sign. I I, I remember when the when the Justice Society was announced, well, I don't need this. Want to see this? And it ended up being pretty good. Um, then you have movies like Hush or movies like The Killing Joke, where we're like, oh my gosh, finally, we're getting this story. Now, you know, there've been good ones like Death in the Family and Red Hood and um, you know, uh, Justly Doom uh, that were that we <laughs> anticipated going in and ended up living up to the hype. But, yeah, no, I mean, this uh, is not the injustice news that I wanted this week. Um, not the injustice news I wanted this year. <laughs> so hopefully we get something involved, involving the Injustice <laughs> 3, right. Marvel vs. DC game. Ed Boon's been pretty quiet. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. In terms of this movie, uh, I, I, I mean. Are you just waiting for Fandom? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming we'll get something DC video game related at Fandom. We will certainly, but whether the question is whether or not we get something justice related, and if it's this movie, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people upset. So <laughs> I think Warner Brothers uh, and DC knows that, I would imagine. So yeah, no, this is not not the best news, not the worst news of the day. Uh, that goes to Riddler. <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel too strongly about this one. It's just it's an animated movie. So I, how am I gonna? I mean, I can't be that upset that they're making an animated movie. <laughs> you know, they they make what two or three a year. I, I watch one or two a year. It's not it's not it's not the end of the world. Another avenue that Marvel just gave up. You know, I mean, to be to be fair, DC owned them on the on the DC on the animated movie front. Yeah, so I I don't blame them for leaving that uh leaving that medium. Staying on the DC front, there was a major announcement regarding Warner Media and uh, Discovery. As it turns out, AT and T uh, was merging Warner Media with Discovery to once again kind of uh, continue this battle of streaming services as you have all those properties that Discovery already has. That includes Food Network, obviously Discovery Channel, um, HGTV, OWN, TLC, all, all that kind of stuff, Animal Planet. And then you got HBO Max properties, includes Warner Brothers, HBO, CNN, Cartoon Network, and the such. And along going along in this deal, you'll have uh, Discovery owning DC Comics. So Warner Media Trading. of course still be involved obviously still be you know pushing forward with movies but you I'm sure I'm almost certain you'll have some kind of merger of HBO Max and Discovery and the comics will now belong to Discovery which is interesting to me considering DC Comics has I think had a hellacious time I would argue the last few years. Um there was the issue regarding their um, their effort to try to reimagine pretty much all of their major superheroes that got major pushback from fans and then got major pushback from AT&T, who said, nah, you're not doing that. You're not just changing all the heroes and making them whoever you want. Um, they're now involved in a new relaunch called Infinite uh, Frontier. They lay off a bunch of people. They cut ties with some of their leadership. Um, Jim Lee now wears like a hundred hats because of all the, the different changes that have been made. So it's definitely a kind of a, a rocky time over there. 
uh, it's hard to say, you know, how this will uh, impact um, the movies per se or the shows per se. But I do, I do think it's important to mention it on the podcast that it's noteworthy that you know we will have this change of hands when it comes to DC properties, uh, Kendall. Yeah, I mean this is this is interesting. Um, how many first round picks did Warner Media get? For, like, DC <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I feel like. We we had known for a while that DC was on the was on the trading block, <laughs> that DC Comics was on the trading block, uh, and that Warner Media wasn't very interested in in that having that. Yeah, as soon as AT yeah, as soon as AT and T was like it was like y'all can't change our comics, you knew it was a wrap. Yeah, I mean that was crazy. <laughs> um, so look, maybe under new management, we'll get more. You know, we'll we'll get more. From DC Comics, um, and that they'll be able to stay, stay active. But uh, in terms of uh, this merger in general, do we think that this says more about HBO Max and how that was doing? Or yes, I think it says a lot. Or Discovery, like who, or both of them, like in general, like if you're, if you're merging. Yeah, I, I think I think it's, I think it's an idea that they both. I think you know I I you know we own both. Uh, I use Discovery a lot because I love the Food Network, but right. and I and I saw the numbers recently. They someone had a, a chart of how the streaming services are doing compared, you know, comparatively in terms of I guess subscribers or revenue, and you know, despite what I think are pretty impressive catalogs for HBO Max and Discovery, I mean, they both kind of sit in the middle of the pack, and HBO Max had a crazy rollout, you know, like they were trying to make this huge and it just hasn't jumped off the way it they hope they would. And with these streaming services, what I'm seeing is if you don't come out hot, you're dead in the water. That's what it sounds like. That's what it looks like. You know, cause I've seen what DC universe looked like. I've seen what HBO max looked like in terms of their struggles. I saw what Disney plus looked like in their success. So, and I don't think it's just, oh, Disney has much better IPs. I, I don't necessarily buy that as being the only reason why it's been so much more successful and actually competition for Netflix. I think it's the rollout is everything. And if you don't have killer content to premiere as soon as your launch date opens, then you, you might as well just move back the launch date. And that's what we I think we saw with HBO Max. So I, I do think this is part of that. I think they feel like there's no way we can carry this weight by ourselves. We gotta just, you know, form like Voltron and fight these uh these these mega these these mega streamers with as much firepower as we can. I just don't know if to me like I don't think that adding more IP to your streaming app is gonna result in more people just saying, Okay, well now I'll get it. That's my opinion. I don't think that that does it. I think you gotta present original programming on launch day. That people would be like, I can't watch this show anywhere else, and therefore I have to pay this money because I want to watch it, or this movie anywhere else. The fact that they're not doing that, um, I don't think it matters. Like, okay, well now you can watch the Food Network and, uh, you know, what's the name, all in one thing. Like, I don't, I don't think that does anything for people. I don't think it does anything for people that I can watch Food Network and DC. That's not going to matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. I, it's 
whenever you talk about these mergers with you with these you know mega corporations i don't know how this is going to affect me <laughs> you know like when i'm turning on hbo max and i want to just watch batman or whatever <laughs> like i don't know i got to wait and see i mean we're hearing that they that discovery is running dc comics now possibly or that that discovery now has some of wb games potentially and like what what does that mean <laughs> right i mean what is what is that what does that mean <laughs> does it matter yeah i don't know so yeah i don't know what that means i don't know if they're i don't know if they're just gonna bring the warner brothers people over with them to discover i mean but if they're merging does it even matter do they even have to do anything like that if you were talking about this like it's a sale i'm like i mean usually I mean, I mean usually sham even though they say it's a merger i mean usually they get rid of people like uh, right i i work for a right. company who just merged and it, there's no idea that like oh it's you know charter and time warner Kate, time warner they're together right. it's like no it's now it's charter <laughs> like you know it's some right. uh, you know what I'm saying so that like they, they keep i think a lot of maybe like the properties maybe intact but there is new management for sure right i know that from experience right yeah so i i mean i have no idea you know what how what this is going to you know what this is going to do to DC, um, you know, in terms of, and, and I mean, we don't know, we don't yet know what this means in terms of people like Greg Berlanti or people like JJ. I, I know one thing. I know those guys made sure those contracts were guaranteed, so that that check is still going to clear regardless yeah, of what yeah. happens with this. Company. I don't anticipate that they're going anywhere. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm not. I'm not very concerned. I don't know if anyone's really concerned because we don't. We don't know what it means yet. Um, but, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, this is just. Well, I guess we'll have to just monitor the situation, see what happens, see if all of a sudden, uh, you know, DC or Warner Brothers, DC Comics or Warner Brothers Games starts putting out a lot of either horrible content or amazing content. Uh, so yeah, I mean. I guess I'm open to whatever they have to give us. As long as I get more content, I'm happy. I, I feel that. I just, I do think it's a weird, again, it's a weird time. You know, we're still coming out of pandemic. I, to me, it's like, you better hope that we can do more original content and be ready for whenever they want to put this thing together. Um, I know these mergers take time, so I don't, I would assume this is the same thing where maybe it'll take a period of time before this actually is approved, but uh, to me, it all comes down to if you don't have a um, something ready to go immediately, then I don't know why bother. Uh, so that that's what, how I feel about it. I'm hoping the comic books continue to be obviously in circulation and they continue to invest in that aspect of it because I, I love DC Comics and um, I, I just I just hope that they continue to move that forward. I do uh, also want to uh, quickly um, uh, mention that we were not supposed to talk about it, but I guess. I see here Batgirl has directors for the movie. Yes. Yes. So apparently the Bad Boys for Life directors, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala, my my apologies, will be leading Batgirl, uh, which is going to be debuting on HBO Max. This was according to The Hollywood Reporter. They are directing uh, Miss Marvel as well. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, And Christine Hodson, uh, of course, is writing the show. Uh, I have not seen the new Bad Boys. I'm not, so I, I can't, I guess, speak People to... People are saying good things about it. 
I've heard good things about it. Um, I think these guys, to me, that 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 tells me more about Miss Marvel. I can't. Yeah, you know, I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Them changing the name of Captain Marvel two to the Marvels, putting the the Miss Marvel S in there. Um, now these guys are getting. <laughs> Getting getting a deal with Warner Brothers to Batgirl. They, are you they guys, must be it, I mean, are you guys in Hollywood? Con- well, series. Are you guys concerned that they're going with male directors to direct Batgirl? Uh, look, I think that that all. That's, I mean, look, I, I don't look. I, I'm, I don't be the guy. I don't. I know. Don't 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 give me. You know, it had, I'm had, to be, it had to be said. <laughs> but I, 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 some of that stuff sometimes that is just it, it, it doesn't mean anything. In reality, you know, you can, you know, we're just trying to check a box and say we. I'm not now. I'm not saying that it, it oh, it, like it doesn't mean it, it means nothing. When if you're gonna have a female director do Batwoman, it's not a negative, but it doesn't guarantee that that person's gonna tell an accurate portrayal of whatever you want to get, or even or a good movie, or even a good a male good, good director movie, yeah. can't, you know, tell right. that story now. Again, I mentioned it when we talked about the Black Superman uh, last week. That, uh, or I don't know, if it was last week, two weeks ago. Like we talked about, we thought we were, we had a deeper conversation about, you know, slavery movies and whether or not slavery movies, mm-hmm. you know, are still, you know, like why are we still getting them? And I was like, look, I mean, now they're being made by black directors, so it's a little different of a perspective than we would have gotten 20, 20, 30 years ago. But uh, I don't know, you know, and so it goes both ways. It's I mean, not, not like there's no value, but so I get your question, but at the same time, I, I'm not gonna. I'm personally not, you know, gonna write off that one, that girl now because it's not made by a, by a woman. I mean, Sham, it's it's clear to me that you know Hollywood thinks these uh, these two guys, Arby and Fala, are the next ones because um, for guys who didn't have major movies to their name uh, in a short time, they got Bad Boys for Life. They got Miss Marvel TV series, but still, you know, kind of like a movie. Beverly Hills Cop 4, that's a major franchise. Um, and Batgirl. So they they seem to think that they think that they're there. They're it. We'll have to see, I guess, if that is the case. Um, again, I have not seen Bad Boys for Life. I'm not the best person to put out there, but I do think that it was important for me to at least uh, get that out there that they are supposed to be doing this uh, new Batgirl movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the movie either. I've heard good things about it, so, um, so I mean, that's obviously a good sign. And I mean, they they do have a good writer on board as well. Yes, um, and Hudson is a female, to be fair. So when we talk about, you know, okay, the directors are male, but you have a, a woman writer, right? Yeah. So, um, though, I mean, again, you know, when you talk about. You know, when you're talking about Warner Media, is, is, I mean, I guarantee you that whoever that board is, probably a lot of old, older, uh, you know, white men. I would, I would imagine. But I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. What was, what was Ray Fisher um, saying? Accountability. <laughs> over, uh, I forgot what it was, over entertainment or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of issues in Hollywood. I mean, I, I'm not gonna, you know, make these guys out to be. I don't know how these guys are. What their what their perspective what perspective they're trying to bring to this movie. Um, you know, hopefully. I mean, they're doing. Um, they seem to be interested in, in female projects, and Miss Marvel particularly is a young teen, so. 
I mean, I would hope that they try to do her justice as well. So, I mean, I'm 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 interested. And I'm, also, look, and look, Marvel Studios is bad at a thousand, but this goes back to what we talked about with Ryan Johnson and the rest of them. If Miss Marvel doesn't work, people are gonna be like, that girl. You know, uh, all right. How excited am I for that? So, yeah, you know, it's a dangerous yeah. game. I, I say that this this is a good sign for Miss Marvel, but what really does Warner Brothers know? Do they know anything, or yeah. are they just guessing? Based exactly. off of Marvel's success. Exactly, that's the question. We we don't and we don't really have a straight answer to. Last story of the day. I know we talked a lot of DC, but I do want to get some and a lot of animation today. But I do want to get some Marvel move news in here. And there's a rumor by that hashtag show, which again has been pretty good when it comes to scoops. They're reporting that Marvel is uh, developing a Midnight Suns movie, and the Midnight Suns are essentially a bunch of magic themed slash horror themed heroes uh um that, that that have teamed up in the marvel comics so this is consisted of dr strange moon knight um ghost rider the scarlet witch blade um uh hellstrom so you know those characters uh apparently are in line to potentially maybe be teamed up in, in a show, the plan also is apparently to have Blackout uh, be the main villain. And this would also be the introduction to Mephisto in this movie as well. So, um, I'll be honest, this don't sound real. <laughs> I'm going to be 100%. Like, that sounds <laughs> crazy. Um, that sounds like a million bucks. That sounds like that could be a lot of fun. I just feel like, to me, that, that feels like it's like 10 years away. I mean, we haven't seen They Blade. say early development. Yes, and it, yes, to be fair, they did say early development. So, there is that. But we have not seen Blade. We have not seen Ghost Rider. Um, we know Blade is coming, but we haven't seen anything from him. We don't even have the release date. Uh, we haven't seen Moon Knight yet. Um, there's a Hellstrom TV show, but I'm almost certain that's not canon. Kevin Feige can that joint. That yeah, joint. yeah. His first day on the job. Yeah, he's like, this is, <laughs> not, this is not happening. Yeah, so... I just feels like there's a lot of leap they have to get to to get to something like this. What I will say is there definitely seems to be something kind of aligning with Marvel and teams with, you know, possibly Young Avengers and possibly we know we're going to get the Fantastic Four. We know eventually we'll get X-Men. What iteration we don't know yet. Uh, there will probably be a future Avengers team. But remember they said that, like, they're not, like, going to be running to do, like, an official Avengers for a little bit of time, which actually makes sense. If this is true, I mean, maybe this will be their way to kind of mash up and make some big event team-up movies. You know, not necessarily by doing an Avengers every three years, but maybe it's one of these every three years. Maybe it's a Young Avengers every one, one you know, three years, and then three years later, it's a Midnight Suns. Uh, maybe it's an A-team, you know, like... There are there are ways to get around that kind of thing that I wonder if perhaps this is one of those avenues, but this just feels very Reddit rumor esque, and I don't want to disrespect the hashtag show because they have <laughs> gotten no, I mean they have gotten good scoops. I just this just seems like wild. Like if this is true, this is gonna be crazy. I it's almost too good to be true to me. That's kind of why I hesitate because to me the fact that those characters. I mean, the fact that we're even getting a Moon Knight, you know, show and a Blade movie, like, those things are still kind of crazy for me to even still get around through my head. The idea that now those guys are going to team up in a movie as, like, a team, I, I, I that's, a, that's a little bit too far for me to see. 
The thing about this that seems odd is that there's no mention of Elsa Bloodstone, who they again talk about them putting her in other properties, uh, starting to they're starting to drop her character in different video games and yes, different uh, extended media, and. So if she, you don't put her in this in this show, it's like I mean, again, what what are we doing, Marvel? I mean, you've wasted have you wasted your time? Uh, I mentioned last week that I feel like they wasted they wasted years on the Inhumans. Just they wasted about five six years of wasted energy on the Inhumans, trying to get us ready for a movie that never came out. Ultimate for it to ultimately end up being a, a TV show that was, you know, just an all time bad superhero TV show. Um, but yeah, do I think this is real or not? I mean, it's an early development, so you know, no disrespect to the ha- to that hashtag show, but you know, it's it's one of those things. It's one of those deals where if it ever comes out, they can just say, "Oh, we said it was early development," yeah. um, and it just never it never got passed. So I don't know what this means. But um, if this ends up coming into fruition, uh, credit to them. And I mean, I'm not I'm not really big into the horror movie thing. You know, we'll see what Doctor Strange, how horror that ends up being. Um, we'll see Blade and what that'll end up looking like. Um, I know a lot of people really want Jordan Peele to direct Blade. And I think that'll be a, a pretty interesting, you know, mix. A pretty that interesting, pretty cool, yeah, uh, combination there. But you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm personally again not the biggest horror guy. So, you know, Midnight Suns, you know. There's the rumor that Ghost Rider may end up being in Doctor Strange or whatever yeah. else he may end up showing up in if he ends up showing up in Blade. Like they can they can do something to create um to create this this like EJ said, it's almost shared universe in its own right. But it, I don't know. If you're asking me what Doctor Strange story or what Doctor Strange thing I'd rather see, it's the Illuminati. Or what Doctor Strange mm. team <laughs> So, I, I, mean, wonder, I don't know if you it, both at the same time. I mean, to me, Kendall, if this is true, I almost wonder if this was that project people get talking saying was Illuminati. <laughs> you know, like, like you know, right. sometimes, like we talked about earlier with the Batman show, where it was like, oh, they were saying it's the animated series again, but it's like, actually, it's this. Like, I wonder if right. this is like perhaps, perhaps that. I don't know. Um, I yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kendall clearly uh, wants Illuminati. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm with you, EJ. I mean, it, whenever we talk about, I mean, really, whenever we talk about this stuff, it's in quote unquote early development, and it's something this major. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't, you always got to approach it with a with a grain of salt. You're just like, is this real? Right, and it may yeah. not even be a, a knock on, and it's the, not the, the, the source. Yeah, it's not right. The, the right the people that are reporting it. It's just not at all. You know, I mean, if Kevin Feige says, yeah, we're thinking about. We're in the early, early stages. We're thinking yeah. about making a movie ten years from now. I mean, Feige's like, yo, wouldn't it be cool if we teamed up? You know, these characters. Exactly. Someone's like, right. no, I movie in yeah, development. It's like, what? But it may never happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, when you already say early development, like, is Kevin Feige having a conversation with one of his people? Right. Does that count as early development? Right. I mean, we need to, and when we're talking about something that's supposed to be like five plus years from now, like, is that early development? I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's something that's I, yeah, you know, I agree. floating around there, but it's not in development. So yeah, to, I, me, I, the, I mean, to me, early development to me is like you have you you've you've tasked someone to write a story. Thank you. To and me, that's not, if that's not happening. Then that's whatever not really Deadpool, whatever stage Deadpool was in like a year ago. That's like that's like the company yeah. that has the, 
the company has devoted resources to this project. Right. The mutants or whatever they're going to do with the X-Men is really developed. Yeah. Right. So this is something that, you know, <laughs> Marvel might. Studios has said, yes, this is marked down as something that you are doing and we will provide you with the funds to do it. That's what early development means. Yeah. And like, you know, we have a, a plot, a gen- very general plot. To me, like, or, or to me, like early development is like when Josh Whedon was doing Batgirl. Right. Like, like he was right. trying to make something happen and then it didn't happen and it fell through. But that to me is early right. development. Like this right. again sounds very like pie in the sky. Wouldn't this be cool? Exactly. And I, so, I, don't, I don't. I there's too many there's too many hoops they got to go through before you even get to this. Yeah, and there's so many there's too many things that can go wrong. What if what if I don't like Ghost Right? Right. You know what, what if, if you don't, don't what like, if you don't like uh what if you don't like uh Moon Knight? What if I don't like Moon Knight? What if yeah. I don't like Blade? Yeah. I mean, now a, granted, we're probably gonna like Moon Knight. And Blade. I probably I'm, I'm <laughs> that's true. Ghost Rider included. If Ghost Rider ever shows up, but it's just you know it's something that we, we saw five. I mentioned to EJ we saw five seconds of Ghost Rider or Agents of Shield that the top five moment in the history of Agents of Shield is Ghost yep. Rider showing up. He didn't say anything. He didn't. He didn't do anything. <laughs> All he did was show up, <laughs> go on screen, and five top five moment in the history exactly. of the show. Yeah, exactly. So it's a uh, look. It's an exciting idea. Um, I love the idea, and I thought and one interesting thing in this article was, as they pointed out, that Blackout is supposedly the main villain, and that there'll be teases of Mephisto, is that they're hearing that Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios are interested in having multiple Thanos-level threats within the MCU, and that's going to be super important. I mean, I think that, you know, we've asked, like, you know, when someone like Kane the Conqueror is showing up in Ant-Man, how big of a deal can he be, um... You know, some of these characters that we haven't seen yet, we haven't seen a Magneto or Doctor Doom. Like, how are they going to build up these threats? And how are they going to make these threats within individual movies matter, given we've seen the worst of the worst, or the best of the best, depending on how you look at it. And, like, I actually like this idea that, like, they understand the the how important it is going to be to have really strong, dangerous villains, not just for the biggest endgame movie. Like that, they've gone past. We gotten past that now. We need them yeah. for other major movies too. Maybe not necessarily sing solo movies, but for other team up movies, you can't mess around with villains that aren't at the top of the top tier. So that fact that Marvel's even thinking that way is smart. I, you mentioned King the Conqueror, and I have a theory. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not like anything, like you know, Reddit post worthy. You know, I'm not gonna go <laughs> go on Twitter and you know make a tw- a ten tweet thread. Don't set the internet ablaze. Yeah, man. with this theory, uh, make a whole YouTube video on it. But you mentioned Kang. I think Kang the Conqueror is gonna show up in Loki. We've been seeing a lot of Loki stuff. I can see that. Of, he's talking about this time, time yeah. variance, authority, and all this time I mean, I, stuff. I feel like we need to kind of step away from the whole. Oh, I think you know. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, think, yeah, I want to get people. I think Dark Side is gonna show up in. You know, yeah. Doctor Strange. I don't, we need to calm down. <laughs> dark side. Dark side. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. Chill out a little bit. I'm telling you. I, I actually no. I actually that's I actually me. agree with Kendall. And I, I, I agree. I do agree with Sham that overall, I think our expectations got to be mi- a little more mild. But <laughs> you know, not. Yeah, but this is. this makes too much sense. So they casted Jonathan Majors mad early for it. They did. Like they announced him. You know what? Early December, they said, "Yeah, Jonathan Majors is good." Or November, they said, Jonathan Majors is going to play King the Conqueror. I'm like, why? Like, like, why are you even telling me this? Ant Man, when's Ant Man three coming out? And that that movie still hasn't started filming. They're not filming anytime soon. I don't know, man. 
you know what had what was filming and what 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 they could have filmed is a scene with him playing Kane the Conqueror. So you know we'll Stay see. Yeah. It's not a guarantee, but with all the time stuff, because and again I I keep asking myself why I do with all of these shows. Why is this important? We know mm-hmm. why WandaVision was important. It was to get to Doctor Strange 2 on some level and to make Wanda the Scarlet Witch. Uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier was important to make Anthony Mackie Captain America. Mm-hmm. Why is Loki important? Loki's a character that is gone for the most part. He doesn't have much of a story left in the MCU. Why are they, even, why are they investing all this time and money into Loki? Mm-hmm. If not only... not. I mean, there's going to be other reasons. You know, I think they think he's a, he's a funny, marketable character, but I feel like they also may be wanting to introduce that Kang the Conqueror villain uh, before we and really all, see him in it. All I know is we were sure beyond a shadow of a doubt. Magneto! Beyond a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> that, we were get, X-Men. that we were getting Reed Richards. Oh, I wasn't, possibly, possibly, I wasn't guaranteed. Possibly Professor X. <laughs> beyond a shadow of a doubt. We yeah, were like, we thought we were getting somebody. We were saying Mephisto at least. <laughs> yeah, was, That's we what we were saying. saying. Yeah, the tapes yeah. are out there. So yeah, We were like, yeah, Dr. Strange is a given. We were just like, that's problem. automatic. Uh, I think we just got. I think we got to chill out, man. I think we just we got to wait and see, right? I mean, until until there's actual smoke, I think we got to wait and see. Samari, always the voice of reason on the podcast. That's gonna do it for this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I thought this was a great show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on uh, YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. You can also find us individually on social media. You can find uh, Kendall on Twitter, at New Gen Ken. You can find Shamari on Snapchat and, MC Sh- and, uh, and uh, Instagram, MCSham22. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, ActionEJ. Thank you guys so much again for checking this out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Easy guys, peace.